What's going on, guys? Welcome to another live. Today, we're going to be talking about three secrets, my secrets to making a perfect color reel in 2021. Um, we're not talking about editing reel. We're not talking about cinematography reel. This is very specific to color reel. Um, so I'm going to just wait for a minute, have everybody join in, say hello, and then jump right in. Okay, so I'm, I'm super excited about that. And I also want to thank you guys for sending in questions. There's so many incredible questions that we have here. So the way I have it structured, it's going to be pretty fun. So you guys are going to get a lot out of it. What's going on, Eric? FCM fam is in the house. What's happening, brother? Praveen, how's it going? Eduardo, let's go, brother. This is going to be fun, guys, because, uh, you know, I mean, it's to me. What's more important than the art is the result. Uh, can we, oh, learn filmmaking just joined. What's going on, Gabe? How's it going, brother? <laughs> Let's go. What's up, Hassan? What's up, Robert? All right, I'm pumped. Let's go, guys. All right, let's do this. So the way I broke this down is um, I'm going to start with, you know, prep before you actually put out a reel. Then we're going to go through the, the steps, um, the three secrets, and then we are going to move on to post. So now you have your reel. How do you get eyeballs? How do you get it out there so people are watching it and you're getting gigs, right? Then I'm going to take on your guys' questions. Like the questions that you guys sent are amazing. So what I'm going to be talking about here and the answers that you guys are going to be getting are going to be tailor-made. So stay tuned for that. So the whole thing is jam-packed till the end. Uh, I'm going to keep it super tight and lean, so it doesn't need to be a one-hour-long thing. But whatever it is, it's going to be loaded with value. So let's start with prep. Before we even jump into making a color reel, um, you got to ask a few questions, okay, to yourself. And the first one is going to be that, you know, what's the purpose of this reel? Why am I making this reel, color reel? Let's stay specific to this. These are very important things, okay? This is not a la-la land here. This is true. Like when you're making a reel, you have to be looking for results. Like the main goal is, is it going to get me that job? Is it going to land me my, my dream job, my perfect job? And in order to do that, you have to stop thinking like an artist and start thinking like a businessman. This is 2021. I'm telling you, kids in their 20s are making millions and money is not the end goal. Opportunity is. Freedom is. Okay? Possibilities are. Okay? So that is the ultimate goal, right? It's really cute that you can buy yourself an A7S right now and that was your dream camera and life is complete, blah, blah, blah. But wouldn't you want like an A7S 3 instead? Wouldn't you want an FX9 instead? Wouldn't you want a Sony Venice instead? You get what I'm talking about? So it's like, let's just be real with ourselves. Let's just stop like playing that game where we just kind of go that, no, this is more than enough. Like, I don't need more. Like, this is perfect. Let's forget about worldly things. You want to help people. You want to, you want to, let's say the goal is that you want to make a bigger impact. Would you rather help one person or would you rather help 10,000 people? You get what I'm saying? Like you, you're picking up what I'm putting down here. So that's the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is to make a bigger ding. You know, that's what Steve Jobs said, right? He wants to freaking flick the world. He wants to make a big ding in the, in the universe. And he did. So I'm telling you, 
you might think that, dude, you're getting all preachy. Just give me the freaking three secrets. If I give you the three secrets, nothing is going to happen. You're not going to do anything. You're, forget about changing the world. You're not even going to land any jobs. You just nothing is going to happen. So this is where it's going to start. Like you have to start with that in mind. Okay. So what's the end goal here? All right. Um, I don't want to hear like, you know, I just want to do it because, you know, I just want to be in this field because for the art of it, I just want to do this because of the love. Like this is all crap. Like I said, let's just get to the bottom of it, to the meat. All right. Think like an employer. So one of the most important things when you're putting together a reel is that it doesn't matter. You could be 17. Uh, if Pratik is watching, he is 17. So you could be 17, but you can look at the reel as would I hire me? That's very simple and that's very important. And I'm saying this because I'm a cinematographer first and then a colorist second, okay? So what happened my entire life is that I would shoot stuff and I would get that perfect sunrise shot, you know, in Montana. And then I come home and when I'm putting together my reel, I'm like, this shot needs to go in. I need to make room for this shot. But I'm not thinking like an employer. I'm thinking like a cinematographer. I'm thinking like, you know, just a cog in the wheel. So you have to pull yourself out of that. You have to think like an employer. Forget about that. Forget about that beautiful shot that took you seven hours to like, you know, get. Does it fit, you know, the story? Does it fit this thing that you're going after? So that is very important, okay? Uh, stop making excuses. You know, there's so many people here that, that say, I don't have any work, what should I do? Um, you know, I don't have a lot of professional work, so can I still make a reel? Um, I don't have enough time, you know, between family, work, full-time job, blah, blah, blah. I don't have the time. Figure it out. Find the time, okay? When we think about people like Elon Musk or, or you know, uh, Jeff Bezos, I'm pretty sure they have the same amount of hours in a day that we do. So how are they doing what they're doing? And then, you know, how are we doing what we're doing? So, like, we can definitely get more productive and do more with the time that's given to us. All right, now I want to talk about, I'm going to kind of skip around. So before we even get into the three steps, three meaty steps, now I want to talk about the post. Let's say you have your ultimate reel. Let's say you started swimming in the Kool-Aid, you listened to all my points, and you just whipped out the perfect reel. You're like, Kazi, I did it. I made it. I got the perfect reel. How do I get a job? What, what's next? So let's talk about that. What's next? So the first thing that I'm going to talk about is that this is the ultimate rookie mistake. I've done it personally. So, you know, you guys know how I do it. I try to like, I try to keep everything very close to my chest. So like when I'm putting that information out there, you know, I can stand by it. So one of the things that happen when you're new in this world, even if you're a pro, it doesn't matter. If you're not a businessman and you have 15 years of experience doing this, it's still the same game. So what happens is that you're like, okay, I put out a reel. That means... You know, I need to have a website. That means I need to have a business name. That means I need to have business cards. And unless I have all my ducks in a row and everything is happening, I just can't do the first thing. Then you'll never make a color reel. I'm telling you based on a true experience. And if somebody can agree with me, drop a comment below. You know what I'm talking about. It's like we just think that it all needs to happen together because the whole world, seven plus billion people on the other end are just on the edge of their seat. They're waiting. They're like, Kazi is going to, he said he's going to put out a freaking reel. Now we're looking for a freaking website. We're looking for that perfect package, his business cards, how thick are they gonna, they're going to be, like all the things. It doesn't need to go in that order. I'm telling you, that was like the biggest BS and the thing that broke my heart the most when I did that, 
I spent months perfecting that, hired freaking artists to develop my real uh, company logo, all of that, and literally crickets. The work is still there. The work is epic. Crickets, because the approach is wrong. So the approach needs to be right, okay? So let's talk about distribution then. Let's say you have the perfect reel. How do you get eyeballs? What do you do with it? Um, I'm gonna say this, I say it all the time, I live it, I'm a living, breathing example of it. Social media, you're not better than it, okay? There's way too many people in the agency that I know, that I work with, they just have that vibe, they just have that aura that the social media is beneath them. That mentality is so 2000, it's ridiculous. You're embarrassing yourself, it just stop it, just knock it off. This medium is here to stay. It's changing the entire game. It has given us so much opportunity, especially like uh, indep uh, independent contractor, not even just independent contractors, content creators. It gives us, it gave us so many opportunities in this day and age because everybody wants video content. Whether you listen to Gary Vee or whether you listen to Cardone, anybody that you listen to, everybody is hungry. Like they just want to have content out. So who makes content? We do. We're the content creators. Okay, it doesn't matter. You could be an editor, you could be a color, colorist. Ultimately, you're a content creator. So keep that idea in mind that social media has given us that opportunity. It's not the other way around. I mean, TV ads budgets are cut from 6 million to 600,000 because they just wanna have 10,000 ads instead of like one ad and they just wanna blast them on all social media platforms, okay, to blow up. You guys have seen my glow up in the last year, year and a half on social media and my entire life, what I worked up toward and the money that I made after having this platform and having like-minded people, I blasted past that number in months, less than a month. So it's like, you can either work your entire life toward that small thing that you think is everything, end all be all, or you just let your guard down forget about your ego, ready to be evolve, and then the possibilities are endless. So distribution, social media. F your website, nobody's going on there. Nobody cares. Nobody, nobody cares on like, you know, janelle.whatever.com. Like nobody has time to do that. You know what they can go and look up your work at? YouTube.com, Vimeo.com, Instagram.com, Facebook.com. These are the platforms. The algorithms are already working, like everything is already there. All you need to do is just pump it up with content and then just, you know, let the chips fall where they may and just see the snowball effect, okay? So, unfortunately, human psyche, if something is just giving, given us to for free, we just don't think that there is any value in it. That's the problem. If tomorrow, all of a sudden, Instagram is like, hey, 50 bucks, you know, for an entry, all of a sudden, everybody's gonna start treating it like Vimeo 100.0. All of a sudden, it's this, you know, beautiful portfolio website where we just put our best work and, you know, like our best representation is out there and we're using it as like, like I said, you know, Vimeo 100.0. So that's just the name of the game. It's free, so we just, in our head, we're just like, eh, eh, eh. Like, you know, maybe find something where there's only four eyeballs and maybe I should put my work there because it's really cute. Why do you think I don't put my tutorials on Vimeo? Vimeo has a much higher bit rate, like, so the quality is way better. Anytime I upload something to Vimeo, it looks exactly like what it looked like in DaVinci Resolve compared to YouTube where it like shifts everything a little bit, but Vimeo gets 
one view in 17 years, YouTube gets hundreds of thousands of views in days, you know, or months. So that's the difference. You got to get out there, get those eyeballs, okay? I wasn't contacted by LG from, you know, video I put up on Vimeo. They contacted me because I put something on YouTube. That's how they discovered me. So you need to think like that. This is, I'm telling you, I'm putting so much stress on it because you don't understand what you're leaving on the table. You're just leaving it on the table for the next dude to just grab it or girl. Like, so you, you got to start taking it seriously. You got to start coming up with a strategy to like how to actually attack it and see, see yourself blow up. Uh, people that are that are in my masterclass and that are religious about that kind of stuff and like took that stuff to heart, what I'm putting out in my masterclass, and they are very strong on their social media game, the results speak for themselves. I mean, you see those people, they're just absolutely killing the game. I mean, somebody like Pratik, who's 17-year-old, is in India and has already worked on three TV commercials, full-fledged TV commercials, not like web content. He's 17. That happened because he was discovered. That happened because he's just applying himself and he's putting his stuff out there. So it is that easy, guys. It's just that easy. Are you willing to do it? Are you willing to commit to it? Are you willing to do it day in and day out? You know? So that's the agenda, okay? That's very important. One last thing that I want to talk about, like about social media, then I'm going to jump into my points. So... You know, there's so many people, including my friends that I hear from, and they just go like, did I miss the boat? Like, like, did I just, uh, did I miss that, like, you know, chance? Because now the algorithms are not in your favor on social media. It's really hard to get like that exposure that you used to back in the day. Is it too late? And to that, I'm just going to tell you this. Remember, you know, four years ago uh, when somebody wanted to invest in Bitcoin and everybody made fun of them and they laughed at them. They were like, oh, really? Like this thing is blowing up so much. It's going to crash and it's going to go to nothing. It's going to crash and burn. Remember? Like Bitcoin was like, I don't even know, man, 4,000, 3,000 or something like that. Well, if you check Bitcoin today, it's sitting at over $31,000. Okay. So when is the right time? The right time was yesterday. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Same thing goes with Tesla. Okay. Three months ago, Tesla was sitting at 400 bucks. If somebody would have asked you, Hey, do you want to buy Tesla stocks? Everybody is going to be like, are you freaking crazy? It blew up hundred percent in the last year. It's going to, you know, crash and burn. Three months later, Elon Musk is the richest man on planet Earth within freaking three months. So I don't need to say any further, you know, to make that point that when is the right time, the like the right time was freaking yesterday. Okay. All right. We're jumping right in. Three points now. I'm going to start off with the first one. The three secrets to making the perfect color reel in 2021. Best work first. I'm going to break this down for you. Way too many people, even the people that are in the masterclass when they work on their reel and they send me to look at it, I look at it and that's the first thing that I tell them. People make that mistake. They save the best for last. In social media age, when people are just like watching your video for four or five seconds, 10 seconds max, they want to see if they can latch on to something. You need to just freaking drop the bomb, like just start off with the best content first. You know, and that doesn't mean that, boom, like 10 seconds, you got the best stuff and now it's gone. Now you got nothing. You still have to spread it out, but you really need to catch their attention and just start with the hook. You got to give them something that they go, whoa, they just stop everything and they go, all right. And then once you grab them for four seconds, you know, that's the gateway drug. Then they're hooked. So 
um, best shots from each project. Say you have 10 projects that you're gonna, you know, cut into your color reel. What I would do, take out, like, you know, go with like, because it's always the process of elimination, right? So I'm just talking about what I would do. I would go through my, you know, Hyundai commercial, whatever I worked on. So I'll go through it, Genesis, and I look at the entire spot and I pick out like, okay, these are the top five shots that I wanna put in my reel. So that is the rough cut right now. I will bring in those five shots from Genesis and I go, I love them, this, this is great. Then from those five shots, I'm gonna pick one or two and then I'm gonna say, this is it. This is the stuff that's gonna go in the front. So I have two shots from Genesis now, I'm gonna move them up front, okay? Then I do the same thing with LG. I'll go through all their shots. I'm gonna do the same thing with Vizio. I'm gonna go through their spots and then I'm gonna pick five shots. I'm gonna bring it into my reel. That's my rough cut stage. I'm gonna get two shots from my Vizio. I'm gonna move it over, you know, to like the front. And then let's say I have 10 different spots that I'm using in my color reel. I have 20 shots in the front. That's obviously not seven or eight seconds. That's way more than that. Then I'm gonna start chopping that up. So now I'm gonna go from two shots to one shot, one shot, one shot, like, you know, so now I'm process of elimination, I'm getting rid of those. And now I'm down to 10 shots from 10 different spots. They're the best. I'm gonna go, you know what? Let's cut that in half. Let's just keep the five best shots out of those 10 shots from 10 different spots. And now that goes in the front. You get what I'm saying? Hypercritical. You need to be crazy with yourself. You just need to, it's almost like you're just determined to give yourself a D. It's like a C minus or a D. You have to be that hard on yourself to like make the perfect reel. And what you're gonna end up with at the end is just gonna blow your mind. It's gonna speak for itself, okay? So that's one thing that I'm gonna tell you. And then once you line them up in the beginning, let it breathe, let it breathe. It's not an editing reel. It's not like some, you know, crazy montage where you gotta go pa 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 pa, like you gotta hit the beats on the music and you just have to cut it to the music. So now it's gonna come at a cost of your freaking actual story, which is that I'm a colorist, look at my work, this is what I can do. For color reels, let it breathe, okay? You have to understand that. Like you can't just boom, 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 go, 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 especially in the beginning. Like give it a couple of seconds, couple of seconds. Let it breathe does not mean What's going on, Nick? Let it breathe does not mean like I'm talking about 10 second shots, you know, but I'm just talking about like just enough, like play it back, see like, okay, you can register everything in the frame, moving on to the next one. Um, what's up, Henry? Uh, next thing, now we're moving on to our second point, which is chop it by 40%. What does that mean? Chop it by 40%. So again, like I said, you have your 10 different projects. They're gonna go in your reel creme de la creme, you put them all together. Now you go, okay, the reel is three and a half minutes. That's too long. I mean, when you go to company three, another, you know, just a side note, if you really wanna, you know, start swimming in that Kool-Aid, go to A54, you know, or A52, go to company three, go to these big like production houses and look at their reels, technical or whatever have you, look at their reels and see what they're doing e-film, all, all of them, and just look at what they're doing. They're the best of the best. They're getting like literally 90% of the biggest juice in the world right now with the biggest budgets. And their color reels would be like a minute and a half, one minute, two minutes, okay? So that is very important to keep that in mind. Then if you're new to color grading, not even if you're new to color grading, myself with a decade of experience, no, I don't want my reel to be longer than a minute. You know, you might go, dude, you are completely, you've lost it. This makes no sense. This is what I'm trying to tell you. 
your reels need to be super tight. So let's say we have a three and a half minute cut. That's a rough cut. Then we go through process of elimination and we keep cutting it down, keep cutting it down. I want you to keep it as tight as possible. I want you to get it to a point where you're like, okay, dude, done. I cannot cut it anymore, Kazi. This is it. This is going up. Great. When you get to that point, you, you could literally take two days working on it. When you get to that point that you're like, dude, this is freaking tight. And then when you show it to me, I'm going to tell you this. Cut it by 40%. Then you take that reel that you had that just you just could not cut anything from it. You're going to chop it 40% from that point on. Okay? I'm telling you, that is the magic number. You're going to chop it 40% from that point on. I don't care what you're left with after that. If you tell me that, dude, now I only have 40 seconds worth of reel, this is not even a lot of work, try it. You'll be surprised, okay? So that is right there, another sauce that you have to do. Third point here is uh, breakdowns. What do I mean by breakdowns? You see my YouTube videos? Every video starts with a you know color breakdown, and then I go into my video. They are essential. Unless you're Walter, who worked on Dunkirk, unless you're like Jill Bogdanovich, unless you're a top colorist, who will tell you, who will advise you against it, right? Like all the top colorists will tell you, don't do that. Just make a finished reel, put it out there. You're going to find work. You're going to get work. That doesn't happen. Trust me. I, I'm, I'm like a, I'm a data guy. I'm looking at the numbers all the time for everything. Every single post that you see on my Instagram and like how it blows up and what it does, it's all calculated. The videos that I put on YouTube, you know, it could be a hoax once or twice or three times. I'm very like crazy with the numbers. I'm always reading the data for everything and then just like letting it work, letting it breathe and then going back and just adjusting it. And based on that, I'm telling you right now, breakdowns, essential. Think about it, right? Like, I mean, if you just look at Game of Thrones uh, color reel, if, who, or not color reel, VFX reel, who, whichever company that worked on the VFX for them, they will have a visual effects breakdown reel. You'll go look at it. Will that be more um, impressive if you're in the business, if you're a producer and you're looking for a visual effects house that's going to do, you know, some graphics for your next film? Would you be impressed and want to hire them, you know, based on that? Or compared to if somebody just gives you everything after and you look at it and you're like, eh, I mean, I'll hire them because they worked on Lion King, so they're huge, but it would have been nice if I can see more than that, okay? That's just human nature. It's simple. Breakdowns bang, okay? So that is very important. Keep that in mind. Um, if you don't do that, I'm telling you, if you just put out a regular reel, which I have done, crickets. It doesn't go anywhere. It just doesn't matter because once again, I don't like, I am not like company three. So it don't matter. Like, yes, people, well, now maybe it's a little bit different because I just, so many more people know me now. Two years ago, me that has zero social media presence. It was just like the next Joe, like that's submitting their reel or whatever. They're just looking at it and they're like, okay, cool. But show me what you got. I want to, I want to get inside your head. I want to see your process, how you're doing it. So now let's get granular into breakdowns. Um, pick the extreme examples. It might comes off, you know, come off cliche. It might come off as like, Kazi, now you want me to make a freaking clickbait reel? Trust me on this. Uh, anybody that's from FCM here knows exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, when I do my feedback videos, 
there are people that will literally get crash and burn by the likes. You know, that's one of the criteria um, for like, you know, how good somebody's look is going to be. So like the whole community has to rate it. Some people get crash and burn. Like they just get nothing. They get zilch. Nobody likes their stuff because it was so subtle. And then they will be the winner of that week from me. They'll get the most causes because when I'm judging it, I am digging every single nuance that went into creating that perfect look, that perfect sauce. And sometimes making those little, you know, like small changes is much harder than just like, boom, just smearing like these crazy broad brush strokes and creating a look, okay? But when you really wanna just grab somebody in their tracks and just like really grab their attention, trust me, you want it to be pretty freaking exponential. So you wanna do like these really crazy extreme before and afters so people can just go, whoa, he can do this? They get to see your range. And then if you can hold a grade, if it actually looks good, don't just do something that just looks crappy and you're just like, I did it. I pushed it as far as I could. The hair now all of a sudden look green. He's The person got joker hair instead of like black hair. Don't do that, you know? It still make it look really good, but push it. That's very important. Um, sprinkle them throughout your entire reel. So don't do all your breakdowns all at once. Don't do that. So you don't want to do like five breakdowns in the beginning and then your reel goes. Let's say in my reel, I can give you an example of my reel. It's one minute long. I sprinkle my uh, breakdowns throughout the reel. So they're very evenly distributed, but they're organic. It's not like one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. That's not what's happening. It's not that predictable, but still like, you know, there's a method to that madness. So find that for yourself. Um, I would recommend minimum three to five breakdowns for a color reel. That is the magic number. That is not, you know, that's when it's not getting repetitive. It's not turning into a gimmick. It's not turning into like, look at me, look at me, look at me, like I'm so awesome but it's just the right amount that just keeps coming in and like a one quick little reminder, one quick little reminder that, hey, I know what I'm doing, okay? So that's what I would say. Now what I wanna do is um, I wanna jump into some questions. Like I said, amazing questions that you guys asked and that's gonna bring so much value. Uh, drop in more questions if you guys have any. I see there's about four questions there. If you guys have more questions, drop them in and then uh, we'll just go from there. So first question is, uh, Somebody asks like, hey, should I include before and after stills? So I think what's better than the before and after stills is the breakdown, like the way I do it. So, I mean, you can do that where it's just like literally like, you know, could be just like stills, you know, Ken Burns, whatever. But I think that's kind of outdated. I think the cool thing is that it all has to move. So the breakdowns that I do on my page or whatever, you can just look, look at that and use that as a reference and try to incorporate that. Um, I think... Definitely, and you should absolutely do breakdowns. Second question is that, you know, how do you pick shots? How do you pick like the right shots? So somebody might say that that's like a freaking obvious question. It's not, it's, it's I, I can feel that person's pain because when you're first starting out, you're working on something, you haven't developed that taste bud. You haven't developed that thing where you just know what you know. You know, I mean, you're just new to it. So you're looking at it, you're like, everything is great. Everything needs to go in a reel. I don't know, you know, what to go with. This is where you can actually, I will recommend you watching other reels. You actually watching 
you know, like I suggested, like go to some, you know, companies that you follow, look at their reels, see what they're doing. Start kind of breaking it down. I would like kind of pause every like uh, five seconds, pause, write down some stuff, take some notes and start dissecting it. Start like looking at it, break it down and see what they're doing. How can you incorporate some of those things? What are some of the shots that just really stick out and then others not so much? So it will start putting, you know, some. you can start putting some game plan together and then just go from there. Uh, practice makes perfect. The more you do it, the better you get. You know, you develop that taste, like I said, and you'll just know uh, what's right and what's wrong. Ultimately, it does exude like inexperience when somebody asks that question because this is something where time um, and experience, you know, equals wisdom. And you get to that point where you just start like, you just know it. You're like, okay, this is what's going in. This is what's coming out. What's going on, Brian? What's happening, brother? Um, okay, so another question is, which platform should I, or should we post our uh, reel? So again, great question. I did, you know, attack it a little bit uh, in there, but I would say Vimeo is important. YouTube is important because there are serious people on Vimeo. You can also do a bunch of different things now, like, um, for hire and stuff like that, which is really cool. Somebody can just click on a button and book you right there. Come on, guys. Instagram, you guys know how much I push people on Instagram. Again, people that are part of FCM that are actually drinking and swimming in my Kool-Aid can just drop a comment below and tell you that this works. You know, so all these strategies work. Like, you have to basically just get yourself out there. These are all our platforms now. We're This is the golden age for us content creators. I mean, the opportunities are just, man, it, it's never been better. I'm telling you, it's never been better. So go on all major platforms. Okay. YouTube, put your reel on YouTube, Instagram. If you're in Facebook groups, yeah, you know how I feel about Facebook groups, but if you're on Facebook groups, share it there and then just, you know, go from there. Uh, your own Facebook page, um, Am I missing anything? Instagram, yeah, I already said that. And then TikTok, take it or leave it. Try it. I mean, I'm still doing TikTok. I mean, I'm on all social media platforms. And if there's anything new, I want to jump on that too. But whatever, you know, pick your poison there. Um, another one, another question is, uh, I don't have any footage to grade. So what do you suggest? Um, stock footage websites, they're amazing. Yes, it's an investment. Yes, it's kind of like, oh my God, I don't want to pay this much money. Um, you know, to to like subscribe to a certain stock footage website or something like that. Remember when I said you got to stop thinking like an artist and start thinking like a business? It's an investment you're making in yourself. I don't care. Uh, today, 600 or 700 bucks came out of my account for ArtGrid, you know, because I have an ArtGrid subscription. So it's like I have a $700, whatever that puts me in, whatever tier it puts me in. So 700 bucks came out of my account this morning made put a smile on my face. Somebody might go, oh, I want to cancel it. I want my money back. Okay, that's cute. You can get your money back. If you use their content, if you pay 700 bucks and you have their content, let's just say, you know, you cut a reel based on stock that stock footage, build that perfect reel, and then you ship it out to someone, you get hired on a gig. Let's just say you make a grand. It's a two day, three day, whatever job. You make a thousand dollars from just one job in only a couple of days, it pays for your subscription and then some. So you got to start thinking big. Don't think so small. 
like, don't just think so narrow-mindedly that, ah, I got to save this penny right here. I don't want, you have to make investment in yourself. A business does not grow if you don't make investment in it, okay? Seed money, blah, 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 all of that. People are raising money like freaking Google. All these companies started because they, you know, went to their power base, got money from their parents, got money from their uncles, got, and then it started getting bigger. Then venture capitalists, like, you know, angel investors, and it just kept like exploding, okay? And it just kept, keeps getting bigger and bigger. You have to think like, you know, the same way. You have to make investments. So people that are in that rut, you don't have the footage to work with, the stock footage is a great way to just get your hands on, you know, really well-produced footage and then just put it together for a reel, you know, and then just ship it out and see what happens. So that would be uh, my answer for that. Let me look at some more questions. Okay, that's a good one too. When do you think a beginner colorist should put a reel together? So that's, I think, pretty soon, pretty early on, okay? When you Because think about this. If you're in a business and you, had no, and you have no products, how the hell are you gonna pay rent for the place that you know, you're, you're renting or leasing for your business, uh, business licensing fees, all these other things that come with it? How are you gonna do that if you don't have a product? If you don't have a product, you're not making any money. Why do you have a business? So when you're a creative, your product is your real. This is what's gonna get you that next job. This is how you're gonna sell your service. You're not gonna just get on the call with everyone and tell them, dude, trust me, I can color. You just have to take my word for it. They're like, can you send me something? No, I can't send you anything, I don't have anything. You just have to take my word for it. I'm the best, bro, hire me and pay me what I'm asking for. This is not how it works. You need to have a product. Your product is your real. So that's very important. Um, so I would say get on it as early as possible and I already answered you know, if you don't have your footage or if you don't know how to get your hands on some footage, the stock footage is a great way to go. Um, this is a good one too. The difference, is there a difference between an editing reel and a color reel? Yes. Uh, each one serves, you know, to a different demographics, different category, like in filmmaking, right? So editing reel, you want like, to me, when I cut an editing reel, it's not so much like a montage, like quick cuts and like, oh, look, I'm super jazzy, I can do that. No, unless you're doing like, you know, you're cutting trailers uh, for action, um, you know, films and stuff like that. What I would do is like, you know, I usually build it out. Like I'll have like a string of five or six or seven shots to tell a story within each scene, within each like, you know, video. So like I'll have like a two minute or minute and a half long reel and then I will have like, you know, Genesis clumped together and then I'll have like Visio clumped together. I'll have like, you know, uh, whatever, like, you know, uh, PNG uh, just kind of clumped together. So like I'll tell stories through quick shots. So then when somebody's watching a video, you know, my reel, they're going, this boy can tell a story. Great, let's hire him. For color reel, we already went through all the steps. You gotta do breakdowns, you gotta keep shrinking it, you gotta get it to that, like, you know, best shots first. We already talked about the whole thing. So that is a massive difference between the two. In the beginning, I gotta be honest with you, back in 2011, I was kinda confused too. And I made the biggest mistake of just making one reel to serve both, editing and color, it went nowhere. So don't do that, don't make that mistake. You have to, you know, split it up. Uh, how many times should you show the color breakdown? Already talked about it. I would say three to five is the secret sauce, like three to five breakdowns per reel. 
I have seen pro colorists not putting before and afters. You know, what's your take on that? Already mentioned, you know, you're not a pro colorist. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, I mean, if you're if you're working on that and if you're trying to get there, like you have to do it differently. You can't do it how pro colorists are doing it because when company three is looking for business, they're not so much going after business. Businesses are coming after them, you know, like company, like, I don't know, like all these big, you know, Lamborghini will go to company three and be like, we just did this new commercial. You guys should grade it. Now, if they do go after those clients, then it happens on such a massive level. It doesn't happen through Glassdoor. Company three doesn't go on Glassdoor and, you know, bid on a job. They, they're, they're playing a different game. Okay. They're in the big league. So for you to like really stand out, that's why you have to do what you have to do. So like, you know, the best way for you to stand out, to do breakdowns, stuff like that. Don't listen to that advice from pro colorists. They're just talking about, they're thinking about themselves. They are artists. They're not business people. You know, this is the difference that I'm like literally hammering you on. And I feel like that's my whole agenda till the end of time. I'm all about results. I am all about results. I've heard it all. I've heard it all from people even big colorists just saying they don't agree with some things that I do and the, my workflow and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, great. But a 17-year-old just graded three commercials in his country, like based on what I taught him. So it works. Ultimately, it's all about the results. Everybody has their own way. Everybody is going to stick with their own thing. If you're a Porsche guy, then Porsche is the best car in the world. If you're a Toyota guy, which my dad was his whole life, there's no better car than Toyota. Even if you become a trillionaire, you just want to get the freaking flagship Toyota because they're the best cars in the world. So we all stick with what we know. Okay. Um, what else? How to get the real exposed to the right people. Already talked about it. You're, you're, you know, you're on it. How do you want to expose your reel to the right people from this platform? You're on it and start using it to your benefit. Start using it as like, I don't want to pay thousands of dollars in traditional advertising. God gave me the best gift, which is called Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Vimeo. They're free promotional tools. You just go on there and you put stuff like this where we communicate. I'm, I'm teaching you these things right now. I get leveraged. I get emails after I get off this and people are like, do you want to go on my podcast? Do you want to come in as a guest speaker? you know, in a school, like in whatever class in some college, can you talk about color grading, blah, blah, blah. They're all discovering me right here from this platform. I don't need to freaking hire a team that goes and hunts, you know, those people to hire me to speak at their events. So you got to flip the script. You got to start looking at the world from a different lens. It's changing. You know, you don't want to be like, I want to be like, you know, you, you don't want to discover companies and go after them. You want to get to a point where you get discovered. It's a different ball game. Okay. Um, is sound mixing important for a color reel? This is also a great one. No, it's not. And I'm saying this again, made that mistake for time after time back in the day, since I'm a colorist or since I'm a cinematographer and editor, Sound design is just near and dear to my heart. Sound design is everything to me. I spent freaking hours or days on my color reels just getting the sound design right. It's not doing anything. Now I'm at a phase or at a stage in my life when I'm hiring colorists or 
I'm like putting APBs out. Like I'm actually giving other people the opportunity to go get jobs that I don't want to do. So I asked them to send me their reels. What do I do? I look at the reel. Sometimes the audio is not on. I don't care. I'm not listening to the music. I'm not looking for that. Actually, as a matter of fact, I don't remember the last time I watched a reel with music or with sound. I just don't have it on. I'm just like looking at the clips. I actually want, I prefer turning it off like the sound so I can just focus on the visuals. So it's not that important. Uh, keeping that in mind, save yourself hours of time that you're going to waste. I'm literally going to say this waste in like sound designing your color reel. Spend that time, you know, getting like sifting through your shots and, you know, work on the creative process to making your reel better so you can get better results. Um, those were all the questions that I had here. I mean, this turned out to be a pretty, you know, jacked session. I told you guys, I'm going to go through some of the questions here and uh, then we're going to call it. Okay, this is a good one. So Nick just asked that, hey, I heard that, you know, for breakdowns, basically start from a base slash like Rec 79 instead of log. Fair, fair enough. It, it's not like it's going to be, it's going to go against you. Because let me tell you this. When you're hired to work on a grading gig, you're not hired by a colorist. Because the colorist wouldn't hire you. He would just do the job and get paid. You get what I'm saying? So you have to think about that too. When you heard that advice from a colorist, he is not an employer. He's not hiring you. You're probably getting hired by a director, producer, somebody that loved your work. They went, we want to hire you. They don't necessarily care that, hey, 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 no, no, no. This is frowned upon. You cannot have like log. You need to have rec seven or nine to like your own a build out or else you're just a rookie. That's not true. So keep that in mind. But it doesn't matter. It's okay. If you want to do just rec seven or nine to your grade, that's also fine. You know? Um, so it, it's not that big of a deal. I'm going to take a few more questions. All right, there's a lot of questions that I already answered, so I'm just going to breeze through it. This is a good one too. So, you know, somebody's saying that, hey, is it kind of important to show like shot matching chops um, when you're doing a reel? And for this, what I'm gonna say is that take it or leave it. I mean, for this particular thing, I'm just going to say, yes, it's not a bad idea. Um, personally, I kind of do that. Like I'll have two, three shots kind of clumped together in quick succession. To, to make the reel or the edit interesting, yet it still is pretty much like the same, you know, scene. So the same world. So even if it's quick shots, people are not just kind of scratching their heads that what am I looking at? They still get to see, you know, the entire look that I created for that, you know, video, whatever it is. So in that aspect, I feel like multiple shots in one uh, will not backfire because yes, it's not a bad thing to show people that, hey, I can color match. But again, that is too elementary. That, like, that, like, you know, when people are looking at your work and they want to hire you, 
they already assume you can shot match. You get what I'm saying? Yes, shot matching is the hardest thing when it comes to color grading, but if I'm hiring you as a colorist and I see your one minute long reel and you show me some breakdowns, you show me the whole thing and it's legit, it is good, it holds up, everything is proper, I have enough faith in you that you can shot match, if that makes any sense. So just keep that in the back of your head. Oh, I, I got a doctor's appointment pop up, so I got to leave soon. All right, guys. You guys know I'm freaking horrible when it comes to like comments here. Like when I get in my zone and I just have this whole agenda prepared, I just go attack it all the way. So I got to run. This was amazing. Um, I'm going to have it as my IGTV. So check it out. And uh, I go through your guys' questions and most of the time um, I see a lot of the same questions. So if you follow me, I would highly encourage and recommend don't skip anything. Like try to watch every single thing because I promise you I try to keep my information, you know, separated. Like it's not always going to be the same message and everything. So if you miss something just because you're just like, all right, whatever, the answer was there. The answer was there all along. You just missed it and now you don't know that answer. So I'm just saying that because some of the times when I'm going through the questions, there's a lot of the same questions being asked. And I'm like, I answered it seven times in seven different videos. They're all out there for you. Go check it out. Um, so on that note, guys, this was amazing. Hopefully it helps you guys. It genuinely will make me happy if even 1% of you actually do this. And because I know for a fact you will see the results because this is what changed my life. And I am only sharing stuff that's, that is working currently for me. And then I just throw that out there and then, uh, you know, hope that you guys will, you know, prosper and get the same results. Uh, that said, guys, love you. Much respect. See you all next time.